Welcome to the Sipsters Wine Podcast with Luke Whittall. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sipsters Wine Podcast, uh, where I explore new ways to experience wine. My name is Luke Whittall, and I can be reached at sipsterswinepodcast at gmail.com or visit the website at sipsterswinepodcast.ca. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite player. Give it a review. Uh, give it a check mark. Do whatever you have to do. Um, you can also support the show directly by donating, which will really help me make more podcasts. Um, nobody gets rich making podcasts, but uh, hopefully uh, you appreciate it enough to donate a little. So um, it will really help. So there's a link in the show description uh, below and on the Sipsters website. This week, I am featuring a conversation that I had with Charlotte Messin, who works at Thompson & Scott in London, England. Never heard of that winery? Well, they produce a whole line of no-alcohol wines that are really taking off right now. They've been on my radar for about a year when I was sent samples while writing the Sipster's Pocket Guide Volume 2, which is out now. I was really intrigued by the whole non-alcoholic category, and when I found out that my friend Charlotte was working there, it seemed like a great excuse to catch up and learn more about non-alcoholic wines. Charlotte has a history in the Okanagan. I met her back in 2018 when she was working at Wild Goose in Okanagan Falls, and we have stayed in touch a little bit over the past five years. I'm hoping that the sound quality is okay for this, since this is actually the very first international podcast that I've ever tried to record. So uh, it could be a little different. I don't know. You tell me. What do you think? Anyways, uh, here we go. My conversation with Charlotte Messin from Thompson and Scott in London, England. Cheers, everybody. What I wanted to talk about a little bit was was you know, you're involved in non-alcoholic wine. You, you know, you're how you've sold wine here in British Columbia. You worked at Wild Goose uh, for the summer. Mm -hmm. You did, uh, you know, you've worked in other, in other things where you've sold regular wine, uh, regular wine, quote unquote. (laughs) But, but, you know, you also now you sell non-alcoholic wine. How has that changed? How has that been different? Like, what is that like? Well, I guess, yeah, it was quite, yeah, a few change, like a few adjustments, but done that, not that much, actually, um, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, I think it's kind of like another world in a way, but also it's just booming at the moment. So I think that was, that's why I was kind of interested on the positions to selling because I was like, I think it's definitely booming. People get, you know, interested on this. And I, I was like, you know, I should you know, I should definitely try, you know, and said this. But also, um, because maybe we'll go and do that after, but because also it's made as a wine, to be honest, it doesn't really change what I did before. Okay. I yeah. So, but yeah, it's been, you know, so far it's been great, you know, uh, because people are still not very aware about it. So it's a matter of like educating them a bit 
it's quite interesting. It's totally a new category, and it's totally like you know, it's it's totally uh, it, it hasn't stopped growing. Do you, is it a trend? Do you think that will eventually fade, or do you think this is like a whole new category of of like a whole new beverage category, basically? I hope I hope it is. You know, well, I think since the COVID you know, situations, people are getting more you know conscious about you know, what they want to drink, what they want to eat, and especially when, you know, what they got in the bottle. So even before COVID, I think people really enjoy, like, when it was, like, you know, organic wine, um, this type of thing, because that's very important for them to know, you know, what's going on in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and even natural wine or something. Um, but I feel like now people get, like, very conscious. And I think it will, you know, I think it will definitely stick around. I hope so. Um, and also because you, you got the, the same experience, but just without the alcohol. So, I mean, why not? You know, um, I think it's all about the taste. Yeah. And as, as you got the taste, the flavor, the texture, um, I think people will, you know, definitely step around with it. I hope so. Well, yeah, I hope so, too, because I think it's I've written articles for years on my old website about how people were kind of, you know, how I felt like everyone was taking alcohol for granted and and for kind of almost belittling it a little bit. Like it was basically making a joke out of how much alcohol they were consuming. And I didn't know if that was really that healthy. So I was really glad to see this kind of thing come along. Now, you mentioned certification. Now I have a bottle here of the, the naughty shard um <laughs> which is really cool there are a ton of certifications on the back it's vegan it's it's certified organic it's halal it's like there's it, is that really important that 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 we have these certifications that's really cool um yeah i think you know it is for like different reasons but I think the first one is definitely because for people, again, um, I think people nowadays, they want all, you know, <laughs> so they are, they are, you know, they are vegan and obviously Allah, especially also in, in London and some, you know, big countries, you know, some people can't really drink for, you know, religion reason. So which why I would say to tick as much boxes as we can and to make this drink available for everybody. Um, and, you know, certification is very important for people, especially, you know, for, you know, as I say, for people who can't drink, for a reason, a reason you need to prove to them that this halal, halal mean is 0.0. It can't, it can't, can't be 0.1 even. <laughs> so they're very strict. Um, I think people become, again, aware about this and they're like more, you know, like they actually look at it like, okay, is that true? Is that organic? Is that okay? Is that really true? Because, Sometimes you don't have any label, like some even, you know, wine, you know, winemaker have to say, yeah, this is organic, but they don't have the label for it. So is that really, you know? So um, again, I think Amanda, so the, the founder of the brand, she always wanted to be very transparent about, you know, what we got in the bottles. Um, and also, yeah, to be honest, in the market, you know, is the fact that it's vegan. A lot of people, you know, have vegan also nowadays. Um, so, yeah. We were like very, yeah, mm-hmm. like very conscious to make you know this drink. That's Amanda Thompson. You're talking about the the founder of of Naughty. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
So when did she st- <laughs> when did she start this? Like how how long has this been? Like I've known about Naughty since uh, I, over a year now, I think, because I I found, I heard about them on uh, a company in Canada called Soft Crush, and they distribute, mm-hmm. I think. And so I was talking with um, I ended up c- uh, talking with Mark Caspira and Dave Henderson at Soft Crush, mm-hmm. and they supplied me with samples uh, for. This, the volume two of Sipsters, which just came out actually last week, um, or a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I guess when this comes out, it'll be a little while ago from there. But um, mm-hmm. so I had samples of it and I was considering including it, but because it wasn't a Canadian wine, I was like, well, okay, I have to. to I, there was an option from Canada, there's Benjamin Bridge in Nova Scotia. I included that one instead, but but I was still really impressed with all of these, with all of the, the products that, you, that they had sent. Um, you know, is this is this something that that has been slow in building, like, or has this been taking, uh, and and you know, is it is it like is it, is it exploding yet? Have we reached? Have you know, is it is it going to get any bigger than this, or is it always going to be kind of niche? What do you what do you think about that? I think it's definitely going bigger. I think if if you're going like if you see the market now, now it's going to be like maybe triple or you know even more. Oh wow! You know, in a Years, yeah, they, they talk about billion, you know. I think is it's definitely growing there more and more, you know. Uh, also, no alcoholic spirit, you know. Obviously, you know, beer was the first one mm-hmm. church that came out, and then, um, you know, spirit, and then, you know, wine. So, and now, because you know, because now people they know that existed, there is a demand for it, and people get excited about it. So, I think as long as there is a demand. I think yeah, it's gonna kind of you know, kind of explode at some point because yeah, I think then they can see on the menu now, which you know five years ago, I mean actually see it on the menu, mm-hmm. it would be just like you know orange juice or sparkling water, and now the fact that you know you can get actually these options, yeah, um, I think people know that you can do business with this, so they're like yeah. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what it's about is options. It gives people more options than just water and, you know, and juice and stuff. I mean, that's really exciting. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's what I say. I said to my client when, you know, I'm going to see hotel and restaurant. I think it's all about, yeah, having an options. Sometimes you know, at the beginning when I started in some restaurant, it was, you know, and especially I saw my manager when he started with Amanda. Um, in 2019, you know, some people kind of laugh, huh? They were like laughing at their face. But, you know, I say to them sometimes, like, I'm a wine drinker too, but, you know, um, you're not the only one to actually be in a restaurant, you know? Like, there's some of a customer, and you can make, you know, make more business. I'll say that actually, you know, selling orange juice or sparkling water, you would make a little bit more, you know, also money selling us, you know? Um, I think it's a win-win, you know, and and I thought also people we remind, you know, they would remember the restaurant what they were in because we were like, oh, do you remember? Like they got this option for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that thing. So now they really started to understand that. Oh, okay, it's actually quite nice to have an option because there is a million reasons why people can't drink, and it's not just because they are pregnant, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, or or because they can't drink for religion reason. I think there's also people want to be just more conscious, or unfortunately they are maybe sick and they can't drink anymore, or they just want to drive them safe. I mean, there's so much you know, why. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and and they're not 
really they like they look like wine they they pop open like wine like it's it's really cool but they don't have the same price tag as wine like these are actually really pretty affordable they're accessible for a lot of people this also i mean it means that a lot of people can maybe try it when they uh, when they you know without really feeling like there's a risk to it but also that that's pretty good profit potential for restaurants as well is it not stay with us we'll be right back hello sipsters I wanted to take a second to let you all know that there is a new Sipsters book out, The Sipsters Pocket Guide to 50 More Must Try BC Wines, Volume 3, is now available. This book has more than just wines. There are profiles of three amazing Sipsters who are doing some great things with wine, and I really hope you hear about these people soon. For those interested in Ontario wines, the Ontario Volume 1 is out and available now as well. And you can look forward to a Volume 2 coming out in the fall. Find all of these books at your favorite bookstores, online, or order directly from me at sipsters.ca. Enjoy your wine experiences, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the podcast. Yeah, it is. It is. I think this is our strength as well. It's just like we try to stay affordable. Um, is that for customer and is that for on trade, you know, prices? Um, because we want, you know, kind of to be, you know, everywhere as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And um, as though we know that uh, people are more willing to try, as you say, something quite affordable that they don't know. Like I will, I will. I would say I would never try maybe like a no alk wine if it's like twenty five bucks the end. It would be like, well, eventually I want wine, you know, for that for that price. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, I want alcohol on it. That's why I meant, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, we really try to be uh, affordable, and is actually yes, is actually good business also for a hotel and a restaurant because you know, well, you know, we sell the bottles and then they can convert their cost easily, you know, by the glass or even just sending the bottles. So, um, you know, I think that's, yeah, really uh, Amanda Thompson, you know, wanted to also as like people drinking, you know, um, the bottles, you know, and uh, as much as they, they want and want not being like, oh my God, it's a fancy product, you know, um, yeah. you know, can we afford it or not? It's just, hey. <laughs> Now you do, I, I've seen pictures because we're friends on Facebook. I see pictures that you post of, of uh, you know, doing these tastings in different places and you're doing food pairings. I mean, it's basically just like a wine tasting. Is there, you know, is, is that, it, does it work just as well? How is, how have you found it now? I, Cause I have experience with these wines and a couple other non-alcoholic wines, but I've never done a sit down tasting and food pairing with one. Is it, is it basically exactly the same? To be honest, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I start the same thing, you know, like obviously looking at the, at the color and, you know, at the smell and uh, obviously at the taste. Yeah, it doesn't, because as I say, as it's made as a wine, I know if, if a while I go into it, but, you know, it's just, basically it's still fermented grape yeah. and we go through the whole fermentation process and then we remove alcohol um, with a technique called vacuum distillation. Okay. So it's, it's definitely you know, wine. So um, the taste is still there. Um, the texture is still there and you can still pair it in, you know, we have a Chardonnay, we have, um, a, you know, Tampanino grape um, and we have Chenin Blanc, uh, which I'm going to you know, send it to you at some point because now we have a steel white and a steel rosé. Um, yeah. And um, it doesn't, yeah, I mean, for me, as I say, it doesn't really change 
a lot because, and people, you know, so far love it. They really taste, especially, you know, Chenin Blanc is such like aromatic grape, mm. but it's very easy to bear. And um, I guess you, you tried our sparkling, but I think it's amazing because there's still, you know, this this balance between like the fitness and the acidity and it stays in your mouth even if there is no alcohol. So it's just, you know, it, it does work pretty well with, uh, with food. We, we won't make that as a, as a you know, wine and to be for people to actually have a glass, you know, during dinner or lunch or, yeah. you know. Or at so, 9 o'clock in the morning like it is for me right now. I know, right? It's funny, man. <laughs> I was thinking I should open it actually, and I was like, "Well, no, I don't know if I want to open it in the morning, but it's like it's kind of alcohol. I probably could." No, it is. Yeah, you can have a mimosa, you know, for example. It's just very easy with the chardonnay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? So when you're talking to people who've never tried a non-alcoholic wine before, what what is their what is their main what is their main resistance to it, or is there, or are you finding there isn't really much resistance to it? Like, what's what's their trepidation about it? Yeah, there is obviously. It's just, especially like I would say, real, you know, wine drinkers. You know, like people who are like connoisseur. You know, um, well, obviously, yes, the resistance is basically, you know, it's very basic, but like the alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, that's nice, but yeah, something missing, and like, yeah, well. Maybe it's the alcohol, yeah. Eventually, so I think this is where, uh, yeah, they feel maybe there is like more less body, you know, and less structure than the normal wine because obviously, you know, like the um the alcohol, you know, make you know the structure of the wine, I say. Okay. Um, but um, except that, really, after the tasting, because and also the men resistant because they've been trying some, to be honest, some bad, you know, alcohol free wine before, and because. Like three or five years ago, that was quite, you know, you can find in a supermarket, but that was mm. apparently, you know, quite, quite bad. Uh, I think the main resistance is like, oh, yeah, it's going to be too sweet. You know, it's going to be, you know, um, yeah. So, um, I mean, I've, I've seen some, I mean, non alcoholic wine isn't new. I mean, it's been around for, you know, 20 or 30 years, but it's, it's not been around. What's new is that it's, it's good. You know, I mean, the ones that I tasted were, were very good. So, is that the is you think people you think it's you're fighting against people who tried the bad stuff at some point and think this is this is terrible it's so sweet how could it possibly work yeah exactly yeah usually usually is definitely yeah the the cliche we've got at the beginning of the tasting is like oh did you try i usually ask you know before testing i'm like did you try some like or free before and they're like yes but you know that wasn't great. So, <laughs> so it's quite difficult to, you know, when you start testing like this, it's kind of, you know, sometimes it can be stuck in their mind, like, mm, it's not going to be good. But, um, you know, hopefully, and usually that will happen, which we're quite glad, you know, like they try no tea and um, they're like, oh, okay, I'm actually surprised. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, like the people, it's like the people who think that all Rieslings are sweet or that all Chardonnays are super oaky and vanilla and butterscotch. It's It's not like that. It's not... Exactly. Yeah. Not, not every, every not, not everyone it could be like this. So, or like, you know, about California wine or something, people are like, oh, yeah, it's going to be too awky. Too bad. And sometimes it's not, you know, I think it's all dependent of the producer and where it comes from. Yeah. Obviously, people get those kind of cliche, and uh, which is which is fine, you know, but um, but then, you know, when they try and you explain and they actually, you know, they taste it and they can't deny that 
it's not too sweet and uh, it's not even missing it's not too sweet because I'm selling the product it's just like you know with the Chardonnay it's like 2.5 residual sugar so it's, it's the truth right so there's it's not definitely not too sweet it's like 14 calorie a glass there is it's just grape so yeah. uh, you know it's just like the sweetness of the grape of the Chardonnay so um, yeah mostly the resistance is like yeah it's going to be too sweet or you know mouthful like it's going to be watery um, but then you know they try and uh, yeah usually they, they like it so far um, so yeah I think mainly is is this resistant like in the past you know that was quite yeah. bad and then oh for sure it's going to be too sweet how they can do that blah 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 and those certifications uh, yeah. probably help as well too I mean that's that's part of making it you know legitimately the real the real deal this is this is good in that way and this is it's certified in some ways so not that it's certified good but it's that it's certified that it is from a sustainable source I mean organic and you know everything like that like that's amazing yeah yeah exactly we really try. yeah yeah really try to make that you know as 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 close as you know the real you know mm-hmm. blanc de blanc or the real you know champagne so but um, yeah, certification is very important. And I sort of know we are, you know, we are B Corp, you know, B Corp White, which has become kind of a big deal right now, especially mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, people like start to know more and more about this one also, that we are quite conscious about, you know, the environment and, uh, and also the, the social environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the fact that, you know, we, you know, our coal, they are recyclable, you know, our, you know, boxes, they are recyclable also. So, as I said, I think people get more, you know, conscious about our environment too, and and we are. So I think they get maybe reassured in a way, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. they're not going to lie to us about what there is inside, you know. <laughs> no, I forget what, where in France do you come from? Uh, yeah, Provence, south of France. Up in the south, okay, yeah, I forgot about that. And your family is still mm-hmm. there? Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do they, do they do they make fun of you for for selling out non-alcoholic wine? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? now. well, my my mom and my dad were never like a big you know wine drinker anyway. I don't know how oh. I end up in the industry. Well, no, I know I know why, but <laughs> <laughs> that's how we all, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, my friend. Obviously, we are you know you know French people like we're very proud about you know wine. I mean, you know, and I think we, there is a reason to it um, because we, we do we do um, make great wine. But I, I think people also, um, they, they get more. I think they are happy also that there is again an option. And I think, yeah, everybody was afraid, so to say, especially in France. You know, when you want to socializing and you don't want to drink, there is always this kind of, you know, heavy wet when you say, mm, no, I don't really want to drink, and people yeah. like asking questions like. But why, you know, like, are you pregnant? You know, are you sick? It's just, um, and that's kind of freaky around, especially in France, because it's kind of the thing, you know, like, kind of, you have to kind of drink. Um, so, yeah, obviously, so my friend, especially being a sommelier before, and, you know, they were like, you know, why? But I just feel like that was quite cool to have options for people, because even if me being a, a som and sometimes in some party, I didn't want to drink. Mm-hmm. Because that was actually my job, huh, to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I couldn't get up every day, and people are like, "Oh, are you, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just can I just have water? It's okay, you know, I can survive with you know with that wine." So I it's think almost, having this option is just yeah. It's almost like you have to defend yourself if you don't drink wine. 
Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah. That's too, that's really too bad. And and I don't know that that wine drink and maybe wine drinkers, maybe I, you know, maybe we've both done this at some point is is that we maybe don't even think that we're being we're being invasive that way, you know? Why why does it why is it our business that you've chosen not to drink wine, you know? It, it's yeah. it's great that there's there's options that way. That's really cool. That's something I never yeah. would have even thought of maybe, you know, even 5, you know, 3 or 4 years ago. This is amazing. Yeah, no, me too. I don't, yeah, it was when I applied, you know, for 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 a house, and I was like, mm, I don't know, like, what, you know, what I'm going for and stuff. And uh, then, you know, I tried the product, and uh, and because I, I like it so much, and I was like, well, it's not going to change anything for me except there is no alcohol. And uh, but I, I really love the concept, you know. It's just as as we say it's about. I was getting maybe a bit tired about the old, this kind of old pressure you have, like oh. You know, you have to drink and, uh, mm. yeah, to justify yourself, why not, you know? And uh, I think um, Amanda also created this project because she wanted that everybody, you know, they don't really feel apart, you know? Like she will, you know, thanks to this, you can fit, you know, part of the party finally, even if there is no alcohol. You've got something in your glass, so now nobody has to ask questions. You're like, oh, okay, okay, I guess you've got something in a glass, it's fine, you know? Like, it looks like something, so, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks like red wine. And like this, you know, like uh, nobody asks you questions. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's that's a big deal. That's a big, and for people who feel pressured to drink, that's that mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm sure that that is something that they've experienced in that way, where it's okay to not want to have a glass of wine. And even for people who are, I think, in the industry, because this is, uh, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this. People who are in the industry sometimes they have a problem with with alcohol, where they can't necessarily. Mm-hmm you know, say, or they feel that they can't say no. And that's, exactly. that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. So this, yeah, yeah. this is a, a great second option and a great other option too. The, the, the thing with the alcohol in why, like a, the thing I noticed that, that, that without the alcohol there, of course, there is a bit of a texture difference a little bit or some, there's some mm-hmm. kind of difference uh, that, that, mm-hmm. that I noticed. But then I thought about, you know, if I'm only really having a glass with a glass with dinner, you know, I'm not going to suddenly feel the alcohol anymore if it's if it's one glass and it's between if it's there and if it's not there i mean it's it's almost Mm -hmm. like this is um you know it's if it's like if it's not if i don't notice it am i going to miss it you know yeah yeah no exactly yeah we really want that uh yeah as i said to be close to the resting and don't you know, feel like you're definitely like, you know, grab just or something. We really want to be, yeah, closer as much as we can as wine. And, um, yeah, the, the goal is like, usually people, to be honest, especially the Chardonnay, they don't really notice. I think Amanda, when she started, she has a blind tasting uh, with champagne and, um, like people thought that was champagne. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I think she was very, you know, happy about that. So, yeah. I think it's also, you know, the placebo effect and the bubble and, uh, you know, I was I, I did some black testing and I was pouring and uh, naughty and uh, yeah, a woman, a woman said to me she was like, oh, just just stop pouring, like I'm I'm getting tipsy. I was like, yeah, sure you are. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, sure, okay. Um, <laughs> it's just you know, it's so funny how the brain works, right? Yeah, it's um, amazing. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. It is. Um, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they did an experience here in London actually with um um with the ditching up you know they they did um the old party with alcohol mm-hmm. but they didn't say anything to anyone so like 
around like 1, 2 p.m. People were like, well, yeah, we are so drunk, yeah. And then at the other party, were like, do you know, like you drink actually like no alcoholic, you know, wine or mocktail. And they were like, what? <laughs> like, like, so that felt like so, I think that felt a bit quite stupid, you know, really, because everyone's like, oh, wow, we am oh, I'm getting tipsy now, you know, it's 2, like, you know, it's 2 a.m. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. You don't have, yeah, and, it's a lot of it's in the mind, isn't it? That's amazing. I know, That's I so know, amazing. yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, psychologist. <laughs> yeah. So, Nadi is available all across Canada, but it's in other countries around the world, too, is it not? How far, how many countries are you in now? Um, now we are pretty much like 42. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, quite, quite a few countries. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, our, our first market is America. Um, really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so same thing. I was like, okay, interesting, and yeah, they, they love it. Um, again, I think especially America, you know, they, you know, they, they're getting more conscious about you know their health and everything. So mm-hmm. they and they love it. Um, they love the concept, and um, yeah, and for those other countries, yeah. So and obviously, you know, in Dubai, that this type of country where again you can't really drink for religion reason that they love, you know, the sparkling, of course, yeah. because it's um. But yeah, so yeah, we're quite, um, you know, we're kind of a small team, small team, but at some point quite, you know, big in a way. (laughs) Yeah, it's a big, small team. That's great. (laughs) So are you, uh, are you coming back to Canada anytime soon? Uh, I might be, yeah, just in July, actually. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm going to Seattle and then I will try to, um, yeah, come and see you guys. So I will let you know. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, that's great. That's cool. So I normally, <clears throat> excuse me, I normally ask uh, every guest to on the podcast to ask a question, a big open-ended question to all the listeners, and it can be I call it the big question, and you can you can ask anything that you would like, and I ask the sipsters, the listeners, to to send an email to me uh, at sipsterswinepodcast at gmail dot com, and with their answers, and if I get any answers, I will forward them on to you. So, do you have a question that you would like to ask all of the sipsters? Anything you want. It doesn't even have to be about wine. It doesn't have to be about non-alcoholic wine. It could be about life. Anything. I don't know. It's a tough question. I have so much questions in my head. Uh, <laughs> I should have told you about this before we started. I always forget those. <laughs> no, I. I think. I think uh, that would be kind of the same question as you, as you asked me actually. Uh, because it's a real question because I work in the industry so I've been wondering also about you know my own job but yeah I think I would just ask like if if they think like no alcohol in wine especially maybe you know just in Canada if that there is really like a market in the future or like in the long term mm-hmm. you know for no alcohol in the long run I think that's even if the question I ask myself right to be honest I'm like is that, as you say to me is that just a trendy thing um that it's going to last or is that something that you can truly see, you know, in the future? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's quite important because that would, that would, I think that would say a lot about our world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because the world is changing right now quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, in, in sometimes in a good way and sometimes in funny and bad way. So um, I think I would, uh, yeah, I think I would ask that to be honest. So, is, <laughs> so your question then is, do you think a non-alcoholic wine is here to stay? Yeah. That would be a good way to say it? Yes. Yeah. 
I know how yeah. I would answer that. I think it is. I think this is absolutely a category <laughs> that's not going away anytime soon. In fact, I think it's probably getting going to get bigger. I, I'm really, uh, I really, I really think that's exactly where it's going. So it won't be, it won't take over wine, but it'll be, it'll definitely be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> cool. So great talking to you, Charlotte. This is fantastic. That was very cool. Amazing technology <laughs> that we can do this. Thank you for listening to the Sipsters Wine Podcast. Go to Sipsters online at sipsterswinepodcast.ca.